Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, I Could Do That. There was something special about this exhibit. They were ordinary panels with text and images, much like those in every museum hall. But they got Chuck's mind working. He was at a large conference where the themes focused on culture, religion, politics, and art. The events, lectures, and exhibits were many and varied. Many were quite theoretical and esoteric, but this exhibit was a bit different. This exhibit described the connection between art and vehicles. That topic is rather intellectual, but this exhibit managed to tell its story in a very engaging manner. Museum exhibits are often like that. The subject may be incredibly niche or abstract. However, with a few images and carefully crafted sentences, the reader is engrossed in learning about a field he may not have even known existed five minutes ago. When composed well, large text and images at eye height have a certain magic about them. That was what Chuck thought as he absorbed the exhibit. The simple exhibit is such a powerful teaching tool. It clearly communicates this abstract idea about cars. Why could it not be used for more important subjects? Education could massively benefit by taking information out of dry textbooks and bringing it to life in a museum-like exhibit. Chuck was inspired, and he knew what his first exhibit would be. After two years of work, Chuck debuted his exhibition. The several dozen panels were loaded with beautiful images and clear, concise summaries of each topic and event. By all accounts, the exhibition was a resounding success. And it did not stop there. This exhibition has been presented in thousands of locations around the world in 18 languages teaching those who encounter it with its beautiful images and simple explanations. However, Chuck was unable to attend the debut of his exhibit. On that day, he was in the hospital. And six days later, he would be dead of acute promyelocytic leukemia. He was only 15 years old. 
However, his legacy lives on in the exhibit that he worked so hard to create on a topic far more important than cars, an incredibly extensive exhibition of Eucharistic miracles created by a teenager named Blessed Carlo Acutis. And for this week, that's the word. This story was suggested by Sue. So thank you very much, Sue, for suggesting that we do a story on Blessed Carlo Acutis. This is a story that we would not have probably done if it had not been a listener suggestion. That is absolutely the case. And what's fascinating about this particular story is that here you have a teenager, in this case, Blessed Carlo. I mean, how often we've been to museum and exhibits and he's able to take something and really uh, learn from it and be able to do something that he's passionate about, which is helping people understand the Eucharist and have this incredible exhibit. So for me, that's what the fascinating thing about this story is, just uh, how his mind worked and was able to use it uh, for a project that he was passionate about. I, I've done a little exhibit before where it's just a few posters and you're talking about some subject. This was 150 or so, 120, 150 posters that he made. When we were researching, it came across like, okay, well, he worked on it, but then his family also helped out in the project. And so, okay, maybe he wrote up some stuff and his family got somebody to design stuff. We checked with the people who are promoting Blessed Carlo Cudis's cause. And according to them and according to his mom, he did pretty much everything. The design, the words, they provided financial support, his parents. And they would also plan trips around going to some of these locations where there were Eucharistic miracles so he could take pictures for his exhibit. Mm -hmm. But other than that, he did pretty much everything. And there's also a few other exhibits that he got partially done that they did after his death. There are a few posters in the Eucharistic Miracles exhibit that were not done by him, but those were the introduction poster, which talked about his life. And then there's three posters that talk about Eucharistic Miracles that were approved after his death. One thing looking in his life, does that mean you're Industry is going to have a patron saint one day? We do. It's St. Isidore of Seville. St. Isidore of Seville is the patron saint of? The internet and computer-related things. It's actually, you know, one of the books, I'm not sure one of the books we were looking into or one of the articles or something out there made a comment about how the church had problems finding a patron for the internet and had to look back to this random saint back in the ancient times. But I honestly think it's a brilliant choice, and it actually shows that somebody knew what they were talking about when they picked the patron of the internet. Why is he the patron saint of the internet? Because he compiled an extensive database, an encyclopedia, back in the day. Ah. Oh. And also, remember, by the way, he's not an obscure saint. He's a doctor of the church. But he created this massive database, and the internet is just a massive database. It's a massive encyclopedia of information. It is sharing information and that's all it is. Even though it does a lot of fancier things in that, it's just an information sharing device. So that's a very inspired choice in my opinion. 
Although I guess if you're not too familiar with how the internet works underneath, then I can see how you're wondering why I'm seeing Isidore. Just in case you don't realize why we're talking about this in relation with Blessed Carlo, it's because he was really into computers. Yes. And just a quick comment on that. Before we're doing research for this story, that's all I knew about him. And clarify, he's a teenager, so this is just a hobby for him. He doesn't have like any degree or something in computers. It probably would have ended up doing it, though. He did do some interesting programming stuff, I think. And that's part of the problem is, again, people, when I've heard about him, it's been, oh, this is a kid who did computer stuff. So therefore, he is relatable to you, millennials. And I will say that is not necessarily the case. I actually do think he is for people who do development work like myself, but all the sources are written by people who do not appear to have anywhere near his grasp on the technology he was using. And so therefore it comes across as somebody who doesn't know much about computers explaining to somebody who does about this other guy who does. And I would actually really like to have somebody, I mean, it's not gonna be long, just a few pages worth of stuff, but actually describe what he did as far as his hobby with computer stuff, because it mentions things like Ubuntu and Dreamweaver and things like that in the sources. I'd be curious as to, okay, what exactly did he do? That would be very fascinating to hear somebody who knows what they're talking about, talk about what he was actually doing. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can see the story extras for this story, I Could Do That, at thunderrock.org, where we have a link to Blessed Carlo Acutis's exhibition. You can go and look through all of the information that he compiled about Eucharistic miracles. Thunderrock.org is also where you can sign up for our weekly newsletter and where you can find our email and our social links if you have any feedback or story ideas like Sue did. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.